Learning curves. Every aspect of your life has a learning curve. Anything that you're going to attempt, I don't care if we're talking about being married, being a husband or wife, being a father, being a mother, learning how to cook, certainly becoming a traveler. There is a learning curve to what it is that we do. Today on Travel Evolve, we're going to delve into the learning curve. I'm going to move this. Sorry, I was a little bit close there. We're going to delve into the learning curve and talk specifically about that learning curve as a traveler and how that pertains to you. It is important, and no matter where you are, whether you're just starting out or thinking about being a traveler, or you've been doing this for 20 years, I guarantee on this episode there's going to be something you haven't thought about or heard. And that's the idea of having this episode early, is to teach you some things so you recognize where you are in the learning curve, and hopefully you can help get either through that faster or begin that process and get through the entire thing quicker on today's episode of Travel Evolved. This is Travel Evolved. I'm Mark Holloway. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Glad to have you with us here today. Um, it's just a beautiful day. It's we're getting close to summer. I'm uh, it's my time of year, right? I love this time of year. I love it. I love every time of year except for like the, the latter part of winter where I'm just done with uh, Colorado snow. So, at any rate, um, I want to talk about the learning curve today. Before I do, I want to thank everybody. I'm truly surprised. I've done some things in the past that had some very good results on them. We pushed them pretty hard, but Travel Evolved is really going through the roof. I don't know what it is about this particular model, this this version that you guys are liking, but you guys are really enjoying it, and I can't thank you enough. I think a lot more people are discovering us on our YouTube channel. Certainly, the subscription to that has gone through the roof. And every day when uh, you know, my team tells me what's happening with the podcast and the different platforms, we can see that too. And those subscriptions are going up. So it's telling me that you guys are enjoying the content that we're providing, that I'm providing for you. And that makes me happy because that means I'm going to continue this. If we start to see things slow down or even trail off, that means that we're doing something wrong. But I, I'm, I really can't. I and mean, it sounds so cheesy. I say it every single week, but I'm very humbled and feeling really blessed that you guys are watching this and or listening to it. It, it keeps me going. Like I said, it tells me that what we're doing is working. I know that not every episode that I put out there is for everybody. I've said many times before that, and hopefully there's a little nugget or two in there that makes sense or resonates with you. I hope that every episode has something that you're like, wow, I didn't know that. I never thought about that. It gets you to thinking, or it's something brand new that you never heard of before. Today's episode, The Learning Curve, man, I, I want to do this one early because there's a ton of stuff in this one. 
so lastly, just again, thank you guys. Please, the, the last thing I'd ask is tell other travelers about us. If you're enjoying what we're what we're doing here, I would just ask to spread the word, spread the news, throw it in there in uh, on Facebook. Talk about it with your other travelers at at your facility. I really would appreciate having more and more people find us. It, again, it's 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 why I'm doing this. It's why I take the time out of my week to get one of these out. So let's jump in. The learning curve. Why am I doing it now? The learning curve is something that I've been doing with training internally with my employees for a couple of decades now, uh, certainly. When I used to train recruiters, that would be one of the first couple of things we'd talk about. I don't care if I'm talking with somebody that's handling payroll, HR, certainly account managers. All of Everybody has a learning curve when it comes to especially your job. If you've never done this before, and even if you have, when you start with a new company, there's a learning curve there. So today, I really want to focus a lot on a learning curve as a traveler for you guys because I'm not going to talk too much about your profession and becoming you know better at that. That's that's on you guys, right? The idea of Travel Evolved is that I'm here to fill in the blanks of the things that you're not getting elsewhere. That little wedge that is, what is the agency not telling you? That's where I come into play. I'm telling you stuff, and that's why I'm throwing myself out there because I'm willing to talk about the things that no other company is willing to talk about because I think it makes the industry better. I think it makes you guys better, which then turns around makes us have to be better to handle the knowledge that you guys all now have. See where I'm going with this? Where if the smarter you guys are, the more we have to be held accountable that we're not trying to do things wrong. And if we're doing things right, that means our competitors and everybody else has to start doing things right too. I mean, there is a method to my madness, but the fact is, is that it's time to start elevating the entire industry. And I believe personally, it starts with you guys. There's no companies that are going to elevate their game if you guys are continually to throw business, which means money, their way. If they're going to keep, you know, being able to do things haphazardly and substandardly, and you're going to keep giving them that business, then they're going to keep doing it. So, education, knowledge, and changing industry, in my opinion, starts with you guys. If I can do that then you guys are going to hold us more accountable and some of the companies are going to have to start elevating and evolving their game in order to keep up with you. Otherwise, you're not going to work with them, right? So a learning curve. Let's jump in. Like I said, every single thing in your life, there's a learning curve for. I mean, you can't avoid it, right? So there's typically four quadrants to a learning curve phase, you know, one, two, three, four. We're going to jump into those and go through those kind of slowly today. It is I think important for you guys to recognize if you haven't ever traveled before, what you're going to go through, because all of you will. If you have traveled or are traveling or in the middle of your travel career, even if you're the end of your travel career, you will recognize where you are in the learning curve. And there's more to go unless you just want to quit and give up and not try to strive to do better, which nobody wants to do that. So that's part of what a learning curve also is. It's about how to continue through that process. So today we're going to talk about how to get you into the process and out of the process as fast as possible hopefully with the help of us here at Travel Evolve. If you're in your process of being a coming or, or as a traveler and you want to get better, we're going to want you to recognize where you are and what the next step is to kind of elevate your travel game, as I always say on many, many things. So I hope that all made sense. I'm going really quickly because I got a lot to cover today. And this is one of my more favorite episodes. And I really wanted to jump this one on out there quickly early on in this series because it kind of sets the stage for everything we're going to talk about. This learning curve, you're going to go through. And like I just said, you're going to get information from your peers. You're going to get information from hospitals. You're going to learn your own learning curve in the school of hard knocks. What I want to bring to the table is a little bit more of what 
you're missing, that you're not hearing from agencies, and you have to kind of struggle and figure out on your own. That doesn't make sense to me. This is what I'm trying to show you in this whole series. So I'm going to walk you through and kind of pre-frame, if you will, what you're going to experience with not only as a traveler, but also through through me and through Travel Evolve. So boom, let's jump right in. Quadrant number one. It's also known as the forming phase. No matter what you do in life, you have a concept or an idea of what things are going to be like and what things are going to seem like to you. I'm in California now, and some many of you know, <coughs> excuse me, that I am trying to. I, I would say I'm trying to learn how to surf. Uh, I guess to be accurate, I'm trying to become a better surfer, if you want to call it that. I've been a lifeguard. I used to teach lifesaving when I was, you know, even in high school. I was a swimmer, and I loved playing hockey. Kind of a weird, different thing, but I did all these different things and. You spent a lot of time in the ocean. You would think that surfing become very natural to me, and I had an idea in my head of how simple it would be. Well, it's just gonna—it's like skateboarding on the water, right? No, no, it's not. It's really difficult. And anybody that has ever surfed their whole life, like these guys out here in California, they're becoming my friends. They will tell you, trying to learn at my age is really difficult. Most people can't do it, and that's just enough of a—you know—what to make me really determine that I'm gonna—I'm gonna show them I can do it and become really good. I had a concept of what I thought surfing would be. And it is really different than what it actually is. And I think many of you guys can take that example and correlate it to your travel career. If you haven't traveled before, you probably have an idea in your head of what you think traveling is going to be like. And I'm telling you, it's going to be different than what you think it is. Those of you that are in this world and have lived here, which most of you are, you guys know I'm right. Think back to when you first started traveling or when you before you even started traveling, what you thought things were going to be like. You had a concept in your head. I don't know what that vision was, but now look at what you're actually doing. It's probably very different. And the process in which you've gotten to where you are in your career probably was more strenuous and difficult than you think. We always say in hindsight, boy, if I knew what I know now, I wouldn't even do this, right? And I'm not trying to talk anybody out of traveling. Far from it. I'm trying to help you guys get through this a little quicker. But those of you that have been traveling for, I don't care, if just a couple, two, three years or, or 15 years, Think about how far you've come and how different things were or are, I should say, than what you thought they were going to be. So this first phase is called the forming phase, and that's really what you're doing. You're forming the concept of being a traveler. You're learning what it's like to be a traveler. And again, the professionals will call this phase, again, this is not my learning curve. I'm just regurgitating a learning curve I've used forever. I've tweaked it, and we're going to talk about it as far as a traveler goes. But this isn't my, I didn't come up with this, obviously. Those people that did call this unconscious incompetence. In other words, you don't know what you don't know. You're kind of doop-a-doo going through life. Like me, when I, oh, I'm just going to go out and surf, no problem. Well, I didn't know what I didn't know, right? You get a couple of, you know, you could get taken down to the bottom and smash your back on the bottom of the ocean hard and get pushed down there for a good 10, 15, 20 seconds sometimes. It's like, okay, this is a little bit different than I thought it was. You guys have had, you've been pitted. I'm using surf terms, yourself before in travel. You got completely wiped out. Something hit you and blindsided you. You had no idea what it was. Maybe you got taken advantage of by one of the big companies or even by a small company. It doesn't have to necessarily be a big company. You learned the hard way. Maybe you took an assignment. You got misled by a manager on the phone and you got floated all over the hospital. Who knows what it was? Maybe someone didn't explain your compensation to you properly. You had an idea of what you thought it was going to be. And when you got your first paycheck, it was very, very different. You just don't know what you don't know yet, what you still have to learn. Is that hopefully that all makes sense? Again, they the experts call this unconscious incompetence, and that's the truth. 
So the best way to handle this phase is just, I, I say training or just in your case, practicing. You just got to get through it. Again, talking to your peers, hopefully hearing and listening to what I'm going to tell you. All those areas of, of education knowledge are all going to help you get through it quicker as long as you're discerning and take the right information and get rid of the rest of it. I compare this to, there used to be a series, I think there still is, where it's like blank for dummies, piano, learn to play the piano for dummies, or learn to cook for dummies. This is kind of that concept. It's almost like, shh, 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 shh. don't talk, just listen, be a sponge, hear everything, regurgitate everything, and then form your own opinions as fast as you can. That's the whole concept. So if you haven't traveled before, if you're just starting out, ask a ton of questions to your fellow traveler, to your recruiter, your company, to the manager at your facility. You can certainly ask people like me if they're, if they're willing to give you the time to, to tell you. You want to be a sponge. You want to treat this like medical traveling for dummies. you got to go with that concept. you got to take your ego out and say, I really need to think that I don't know anything about traveling in my profession. Yes, I'm a great nurse. I'm a great, you know, allied professional. I'm a great surge tech. I'm a great, you know, respiratory therapist or physical therapist, but I've never done this on the road. So that aspect, I have got to recognize that I am ignorant about what that's going to be like. And if you're just starting this out, you're hearing that and recognize it quickly. This, this is, I don't know all this stuff yet. I don't know how to incorporate travel with my medical career, and I'm going to go through this learning curve, and I'm going to figure out how to do this, and I'm going to do it as quickly as I can. You have to basically trust the process. It is There's no simple way to do it except for to be that sponge. If you fight or become opinionated and think you know what you don't know yet, you're going to struggle. And for those of you that have been out there that have said, I did fight this, or I kept sticking with this company, even though other people were telling me that they were the wrong company to go with. I kept staying at this facility, even though it wasn't a very good facility, because I didn't know any better. You look back on your beginning stages of your travel career, and you go like, man, if I knew you know, then what I know now, I wouldn't have made all those mistakes. Unfortunately, besides becoming that sponge and just you know being, being a traveler and just learning everything you can, there's no other faster way to get through that forming phase than to get through the forming phase where you start to figure this out. I hope that makes hope that makes a lot of sense to you because it's I'm doing my best. All right. Okay. So quadrant two is uh, again it's the next phase. I think it's one of the most difficult phases. So last thing on quadrant one, you got to just trust the process. That's really the process. The, the deal. Get through it. It's going to be difficult for some people. It's going to be very quick, and you start learning very fast. It really depends upon how quick of a learner you are. For others, it's going to be a little bit more time-consuming. You're going to keep making some mistakes, and eventually you will get through it. There's no, there's, no, there's no secret to jumping this learning curve. You're either going to get through it or you're not, and hopefully you get through it. I can't tell you how many times people have said, yeah, you know, my first, my first assignment, I made a lot of mistakes, and I've had people say that they never traveled again. They had a bad experience the first time. They never went back to it. I've had people say they almost quit because it was such a bad first experience that they didn't go back to it. I'm trying to keep you guys from avoiding to do that because I think there is such a wealth of wonderfulness in being a traveler. You just got to get through this first phase. I mean, it's kind of like going to the gym or deciding you're, you're, you're going to start to change your diet to lose weight or to get into shape. You want instant, fast results, and unfortunately, life isn't like that. You just can't click, you know, flip a switch. And all of a sudden, you're a great traveler or you've just learned. You're going to have to go through another way. So anyway, let's move into phase two. I kind of preluded to it a little bit here. The storming phase. 
in my opinion, one of the most difficult and most important phases. And people just want to skip this phase. They hate this phase. I'll explain why in a minute. They just want to get through it and be done with it. You, you actually, this is a necessary and important part of the, of the process. I haven't really mentioned this yet, but one of the things is that I will tell you that on any of these phases, you cannot skip them. You have to actually go through all four of these phases, but there is a cadence, if you will. There is a timing that some of these phases go by really quickly for many of you. Some of them take a long time and you have to go back and I'll tell you some secrets at the end of this thing, but you have to keep repeating those, those lessons until you actually get it. This is certainly another phase that people just want to get through and get done with. And you just, unfortunately, you can't. So this is the storming phase. For lack of better description, well, I'll tell you what they say. They call it conscious incompetence. In other words, you start to know how much about whatever it is you're learning that you don't know. In this case, traveling. You've, you're, you've been maybe on an assignment two and you're like, man, this is not what I thought it was going to be. There's, there's more to this traveling thing. And, I, and if you're really early on in your travel career and you haven't hit this yet, it's coming because very few people just cruise through and figure this thing out without having any kind of stumbling blocks or any kind of roadblocks or issues. If you haven't experienced it yet, it's coming, unfortunately. And the idea of talking to your peers and what I'm trying to put out here on, on social media is to help you get through this so that maybe some of the things that you can avoid, I can help you avoid because you're not going to get taken advantage of by a company or whatnot. So that's the concept. You just you don't, You don't start to know what it is you don't know. Like I said, when uh, take playing guitar, you know, everyone wants to, a lot of people like to play guitar. It's a very popular thing. I want to learn how to play guitar. Until you get, start playing it, you're like, wow, this really hurts. This is more complicated. And there's math involved and there's lots of memorization and it's muscle memory and this hurts my fingers and I don't, I don't like this. I'm done, right? A lot of things are like that. And that's when I talk about the, the travelers that I've known that either quit right away or they got so disenchanted with the industry so quickly that they got out. And it's a real thing. No matter what you're attempting, this is when you decide you're going to quit, if you're going to quit for many of you. And you got to get through it because once you get through this phase, typically you don't quit. And again, that applies to anything you're learning. So again, it's conscious incompetence. You know what there is that you don't you know what you don't know which means you're starting to realize how much there is to this in this case travel that you have to learn still and you get a little bit overwhelmed there's an overwhelming feeling you know the first one's kind of like you're just ignorant it's like you know oh, i'll just go hey, this is fine here's where you start to go man i'm a little overwhelmed and you can this again applies to any type of thing you're learning it is harder than i thought there is a lot more to learn and this is where people peel out and they either try to start doing things rogue or on their own or they just flat out say, I'm going to quit. So, sorry, there's a helicopter going over. It's just the way it is out here. This is where I'm trying to tell you guys, don't quit. If you've had a bad experience, I will tell you, it probably comes down to one of two things. Probably the agency and or the facility that you chose. I mean, there really is. It could be a little bit on you. Let's be frank. There could be some things where you're, you know, maybe you just didn't pay attention to some of the warning signs. But typically what I see in this industry, when someone really gets started and they're really upset and they really don't like the industry very quickly, it's because they made one of two or maybe both bad choices in the company in which they were taking their first assignment with or the first couple assignments and the location or the facility in which they went. And for those of you guys that were in that phase that almost quit, think back, tell me if I'm right. But that's probably what it was. You made some bad decisions and then you learned... And you got through it, and that's why you're still here. Or that's, or, you know, that's, that's why you're traveling. If you haven't gotten there yet, this is why I want to pre-frame this. It could be coming. Recognize what it could be. Get through it. Learn. And I'm telling you guys, the wonderful thing about any learning curve 
once you get past this storming phase, things get really good. I don't again. They're talking about learning how to how to cook. I'm not a baker. I like to. I, I for those of you that know me, I love to. I love to cook, but I don't bake. I never baked. I'm not good at it. It's kind of like yoga, right? I'm not good at certain things. You know, you're not good at. I have never gotten to that point where I I bake. I don't know what it is. I just don't. I don't enjoy it, so I never got through it. But if you got to that point where you start to learn how things work in the baking world, it it becomes pretty cool, I guess. I can compare that with surfing. You know, again, <laughs> I'm trying not to to be that dude guy that's out there surfing, but there is a phrase where you know you get it's called getting stoked, where all of a sudden you have. I was talking to one of my buddies out here, and he's got, a, he's got a new girlfriend, and he's trying to teach her how to surf. And he's like, she hasn't had the stoke. She hasn't gotten stoked yet. Like, what does stoked mean? I, mean? I know what stoked is, but how does that apply to surfing? He's like, when you have that ride, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, my gosh, this, this is what, I, what it's all about. And I'm telling you, that, that's a really good example for those of you that don't surf, that there is a euphoria that kicks in. You're like, oh, my gosh. I hope the same thing applies to travel. When you start to figure this travel game out and you start to master it, which means you become very competent of the finances, very competent of your agency selection and where you want to go and how you want to go, and you really start to get this industry, there should be this euphoria that, oh, I'm getting it, which is what happens if you don't peel out and quit. You stick with the curve and you struggle and work through it. It can be great, and many of you are going to decide that that's not worth it, and you're going to bail out of there. I understand, and I'm not here to try to convince you not to. But if you are able to get through something, it becomes better. Think about, I'll use marriage. Most people who have been married for any length of time will tell you that every marriage goes through a rocky point. I mean, I'm sure that some that don't, some of them are constantly rocky. But for those that have had rocky parts of their marriage, if you get through that, it's almost better than it was before, if that makes sense. Think about a relationship you've had. It's, it's the same kind of thing that applies to travel, traveling and being a travel nurse, travel ally professional. If you can get through that rocky phase, you're like, oh, I've not, I figured this out. And that's what the storming phase is. And, in, and the concept here is to be coached, getting coached through it. And that's what I'm hoping that I'm doing here, coaching you guys through this. You have your peers to coach you through it. You know, you're looking for someone to, you know, to kind of help, help you with the school of hard knocks. You're still going to go through those, but that's where I do think some of these Facebook groups and some of these social media groups are really helpful, provided that you're getting the information from good sources. So I don't tell you not to trust one source. I would say get a lot of people that are telling you the same thing, and then you start to say, okay, I'm kind of verifying this, and it starts to make sense. The storming phase is a tough phase for anything that you're learning, and unfortunately, it's one of the pivotal, pivotal stages that dictate whether or not you're going to continue to be a traveler, and it is, the, it is that stage. But if you hear me, I'm telling you, if you get through this phase, there are really good things coming on every aspect of traveling going forward from there. So don't quit. You know, be, again, get through it, get coached. This is where, you know, what, what the, the, the way to get through this is to be coached. Not to coach others, but to be coached. You've kind of got it figured out. You're not a sponge anymore. Now you're trying to fine tune and say, I got this. Maybe you've got the, the numbers. Maybe you really understand the proper way that you should be getting paid and you've heard and listened to me and other people and you really get it now. So you're able to kind of choose, but now maybe you're, maybe you're struggling with, I keep getting fooled on an interview. I keep taking bad assignments. Maybe I'm chasing something. You're gonna have to go through that. That could be where you're pointing out the things that you're still struggling with and rather than quitting, you're gonna focus on you know the worst part of your game, so to speak, and try to be, make that a little bit better. And that's kind of what the storming phase is. I hope that makes sense. 
All right, let's get on some good stuff because this is when life starts getting good as a traveler. I want to jump into quadrant three, which is the norming phase. This is where things start to normalize in your world. You've been doing this for a while. Maybe for some of you, you could get you could hit you could go through these two first phases and get to the norming phase very quickly if you're if you if you kind of follow what I said. If you're a sponge and you really try to focus the next phase on your on fine tuning stuff, when you get to the norming phase, it is where you are consciously competent. I am figuring this out. I know what I know, right? I know what I know, which therefore also means I also know what I don't know because it is. I can focus on those things. I am I am really starting to normalize and get good at being a traveler. This is where you're looking for a, a almost like a mentor to just absolutely fine tune the little itty bitty things that you're needing help with. And by this time, it should only be one or two things. Maybe you're just not a numbers person. Some people aren't, and you really struggle with that. And you're saying, I I I know that I've got to constantly keep working on the education that I have for, for you know, understanding those, those financial numbers, which, by the way, are really simple, as we told you. But maybe you're just not a numbers person. You struggle with that. You're starting to get this concept of being a traveler. You're getting this figured out, and you're getting pretty good at it, which means you're making more money. You're making better decisions. Your overall satisfaction and happiness on assignment and as a traveler is starting to become better and better, which means you're getting more out of it. And that is a real good thing to be looking forward to. If you guys aren't there... I don't care if you've been doing this for 15 years. If you're not starting to make more money, be happier, and have overall satisfaction being a traveler, you've got to work on your probably your second quadrant to get to this point. You've got to start to stop making those mistakes and start to learn how to be a better traveler, which is, again, the concept of this particular series that we're doing. You have to start being confident about what you know so you can trust that, but you've got to be willing to learn more. That's how you get into the fourth phase, but getting out of that norming phase is, I got this, I want more. I want to fine tune my game. I want to get better. I want to make more money. I want to have more you know, longevity. I want to maybe retire earlier or at a much higher level. I want to get more satisfaction out of traveling. How do I get, I'm making all the money I want to make, but how do I really become a happier traveler? These are the kind of things that get you through that norming phase. You're starting to get it, like I say, but how good do you want to be at something? And that's again applies to any single thing that you're that you're that you're dealing with. The best concept I can tell you here to help you get through this is also, like I said, to, to pick out a mentor who has more knowledge in the areas that you are inefficient in and focus on helping that person teach you how to be better at those areas. And the only way I can tell you to do that is to seek out a mentor. Certainly we can be a mentorship on Travel Evolve for some of the agency stuff, but I almost kind of believe at this phase you really kind of got all this, the basic stuff I'm teaching you, and now you're starting to fine-tune your game as far as overall quality of life as a traveler. I mean, again, you guys chose to be a traveler for a reason. I would think that a lot of it has to do with overall satisfaction with life. That's why I do what I do. I enjoy the hell out of this. I enjoy being a CEO of a travel company. I get satisfaction out of it. It allows me to do other things. This is one of them. I This is a feel-good concept for me. I'm just going to throw it out there. You guys probably know that. This makes me feel good that I'm able to tell people and teach people stuff and kind of mentor them without knowing them personally, which I would love to do. But it's a way for me to get to the masses to tell people stuff. And there's a lot of satisfaction. That I get feedback and I get that reaffirmation that I'm looking for that says, hey, thanks, we appreciate that. This is kind of what you're looking for in that phase too. You're trying to get to that next level, right? Okay, lastly, let's move into quadrant number four, and that is 
Most people call it the performing phase. I've, I tweak this one. I call it the proforming phase, which is, you know, again, you, you almost don't know what you know. It is unconscious competence. Think about that for a minute. You're so good at what you do that things just are natural to you. You naturally know a bad deal. You can instantly spot one. I had a, a friend recently that was uh, got an offer from their company, and, and she's like, I need you to look at this because this isn't right. And I'm like, well, what are, you, what are you talking to me for? Yes, you got this. Just kind of a little confidence issue. She's like, I just want to make sure. I'm like, no, you totally, you're right. This is a horrible deal. Here's why. And boom, boom, boom. And she went down and actually listed before I did every part of this contract that was bad, that kind of screwed her out of money here and there, whether it was overtime, extra hours, you name it. All that stuff started getting worse and worse for her. And she recognized every single aspect of it and was like, oh. I do have this. I got this. You know, I know more than I do. I'm unconsciously competent. You, you get it. I don't know what I know. I know so much that it just, it just happens. When, with regard to, I think, a lot of aspects of our industry, I feel like I'm in quadrant four. However, I still am learning how to be a better CEO. I, I, I still make mistakes. I'm trying to get through my own personal learning curve on, on certain aspects of this industry for me. But there are some things that I am just unconsciously competent about. When there, I'm, I'm doing a couple of podcasts and some things I've been a guest on recently. And I'm continuing to do that stuff where it's like, just fire away. Why do you think I can handle a question that I don't have to practice? I, don't want, I actually don't want people to tell me what they're going to ask me. I'd rather have it be raw and natural. So there's nothing I'm afraid of because I'm willing to talk about anything that someone can't throw at me in the industry. I have had... Recently, someone threw a, uh, an idea where, you know, again, I don't want to get too much detail, but I'm like, wow, I've never heard of that before. That's crazy. And I just basically commiserated with her that we're in a tough situation, but it's unusual for me to not have had something thrown at me that I haven't seen in the last 21 years in this industry. So I'm very unconsciously competent about a lot of aspects of our business. I've, I've shared with you guys before, when it comes to things like malpractice insurance, I'm not an insurance guy. I'm certainly not a financial you know, advisor. So I have opinions on things, and they are simply just that, their opinion. They're certainly not, and they're my opinion. So when it comes to expertise like insurance and how that works with regard to malpractice and, and what can happen with your license, that's out of my realm. So those are the areas that I want to improve and get, but I would like to know more about that. I would like to know more about the financial investment so I can help people, whether it's internally that work for my company or those of you that ask externally some things. I can not give you advice. I can give you opinion, which is a big difference. I would My, my opinion is I would certainly seek out professional advice, if that makes sense, on those areas. But if you guys follow me, that's where I am heading to and in my travel career as a CEO of a travel agency. This is where you, you know, you're, you're, you're becoming the cheerleader, uh, so to speak. You're mentoring other people. You're helping people out, and there's a lot of satisfaction in that. This is where those of you that really have got this travel down, this is where you're totally helping the newbie. You're helping someone that's in you know, maybe a storming phase or maybe someone that's in a norming phase that can't quite take it to the level you're at. This is where I would ask a lot of you to... Be a little less selfish about your time. Help some people out to get to where you were. Help them to not make the mistakes that, that you are making. This industry is big enough that there are plenty. There's plenty of room for their travelers. I know a lot of you have said recently there's just too many. It got swamped with with you know what happened in 2020 and early 2021. That could be true. That will weed itself out. There are a lot of people that jumped into travel that don't want to stand it for the long haul. They were in it for the big bucks. They thought that's all it was. 
But there are a lot of people that are holdovers from that that said, I kind of like this lifestyle. Give them an opportunity. Help them get to where you are as fast as they can. It will make the industry better. Wouldn't you want to work with a bunch of people that knew what they were doing and were good travelers than someone that was walking in stumbling and didn't, you know, even was unhappy at the assignment because they chose a bad one and all the different things that's going to make the whole industry better. What I'm getting at is that you should be saying, is there more like me? I'm always looking for what haven't I addressed? And, you know, can I get to a Zen level, right? Is there some sort of a mastery level that I that I haven't considered? And I'm telling you guys, I, there's some things that I've thought of in the last, well, certainly there's a bunch of big things I've thought of in the last couple of years that I never thought of before. Some of the smaller things that I'll share with you guys is that just I never really thought about travelers having like a, a financial, uh, I guess, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, a fund for a rainy day, for when you get canceled, for when you are, you know, trying not to just jump on any assignment because you really want the one you want because you don't want to settle for anything. Having a, a nest egg, so to speak, financially is a newer concept for me that I never really thought about until the last couple of years. I also never thought about, I did an episode a while ago, about creating a business mindset. That whole concept of basically having a travel career being different from your regular staff career is a relatively new concept for me that, again, I just kind of came up with and said, wait a minute, there's a lot of meat and potatoes there. There's things that I've never thought about. Another one was where I, I talked about how, and I do, it, I do this a lot, where I believe travelers aren't utilized because of their, their wealth of knowledge. I called it traveler wisdom. And we'll do the episode here coming up relatively. I don't know when it is. It's down the road. But the concept that I wish hospitals would actually and managers would actually utilize travelers for their experience on their facilities, as long as it's not that, well, this is the way we used to do it and we do it better here. There is great knowledge that a traveler can bring to every facility if they've been traveling for a while. And I think it goes wasted in, in our industry. These are things that pop into my little pea brain. And I'm like, I've never really thought of that before. So I guess what I'm saying is that I'm constantly trying to push to see what else is there. And, and again, I have concepts and ideas that I think are very, very different and I think are pretty cutting edge compared to other people in our industry. And I'm going to push that. It's a little bit more about the competitive edge quadrant and that sort of thing. But I think there are things that are coming. I know I'm bringing some that are coming that people aren't expecting. And I think it's important that you're always constantly trying to push. I'm not just going to settle for the way things are, which, by the way, a lot of people in my position are just settling because they're making a ton of money. They don't want to see things change because they don't want their cash flow and their personal wealth, whether you're a CEO or owner of a company or you're a recruiter, it's all about personal wealth sometimes. So a lot of those folks don't want to see the industry change because they're concerned that it could, might affect them. I almost said might, could, which is kind of a southeastern part of the United States phrase that I lived with when I was down in that part of the country. People say might, could instead of might or it could. I don't know. It's just one of those things that I find interesting. So anyway, there, there are new areas in our travel world that I'm trying to stri strive for. And that should be the concept. If you want to become a true pro former as a traveler, you want to kind of get to that mastery level of being a traveler. I think I've got everything, but I'm telling you, much like me, there's a lot of new things that I've thought about in the last two years for sure. Some of them are like, oh my gosh, I feel like they're, they're, they're industry changing. Other things are just kind of subtle, like, wow, I never really thought about that concept. But I am constantly trying to get to that mastery level of something that maybe I haven't considered or a concept I haven't thought about. So there you go. I guess basically, guys, that is the learning curve. I thought this would be longer than it was. I guess you go through it pretty quickly. When I'm up there 
I guess teaching other people, there's a lot of questions that are going back and forth. It probably, I think it takes me a good hour when there's no questions because you guys aren't able to ask them for me or to me. Then I can get through a little quicker. I did talk quick in this one, so go back and listen. But here's the, the bottom I will tell you. And this is just the last little concept of this. Unfortunately, as a traveler, every single aspect of the travel world has its own little individual learning curve. I guess you guys already know that. There is a learning curve for the financial aspect. There is a learning curve with how to deal with agencies. There's a learning curve with how to interview prep. There's a learning curve with how to be credential and how to do that. Every single tiny little nuance of our industry has its own specific learning curve to it. So some things you're gonna get through very, very quickly, but they all have to go through that. Unfortunately, you have to go through a storming phase on everything. Everything's going to have a storming phase. You're going to be you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize I had to have all these documents ready for credentialing. I didn't realize I would have to understand how to deal with overtime in California. So there's going to be those struggling moments with every little aspect of that learning curve. But your job is to push through it. Once you get to that norming phase, start to recognize the things that you haven't mastered yet. You may have cruised through it and you're going to be a complete you know, performer on many of the aspects of it, but you might still be storming in other aspects of, of this travel world. That's the truth. Maybe you're awesome at getting housing, but you're terrible at your resume and what you look like on paper you know, or your marketability, the things that we need to and I will talk about in, in Travel Evolved. All these things are their own level of learning curve. And again, this is the ta-da moment. This is why I create the episodes I create, because every little episode, in my opinion, is a section of something that I want you guys to master. That's where I come up with the concept. You know, With the exception of when people that are my guests, I really like them to create the concept because I want new ideas that don't come out of my head because it's going to be better because it's not just the same thing I'm doing. But every one of our episodes should be a basically a chance to get through a learning curve a little quicker. That's why we're creating the episodes like the way that we're creating them. I think that I don't care if it's about enjoying yourself on the way to an assignment or why you're there, right down to how, you know, how hours 36 to 40 should properly be paid and tax advantage and really heady stuff. Every little concept has its own learning curve, and that's why I've created and continue to create an episode because I'm trying to educate you on that one concept to help push you through that learning curve each time. So that's why I will tell you if there's an episode that you see the title for, like, oh, I don't I don't need to learn how to travel with a partner. I'm not going to travel with anybody. You know what? You'd be surprised. You listen to the episode. There's going to be something in there that you're going to go, ooh, that's going to help me if I ever do have to deal with something like that. So that's my little plug to try to convince you guys to, to listen to every episode that I put out there. I think at the, at the end of the day, if you guys start listening to this, it will fill in that wedge that you're not getting anywhere else, like I said earlier, and that's the concept. It'll help take you to that zen-like proforming phase. Without it, you can still get there, but I think with it, you're going to get to it a little quicker. Guys, I hope this was helpful today. Again, this was really to set up the rest of the series so you guys understood a little bit more about why I do what I do. I will tell you, it's not hard coming up with topics because there's so much to our industry that needs to be discussed, needs to be discussed openly. And, you know, I'm just kind of the guy to do it. So, guys, as always, I appreciate it. Hit that bell on the YouTube channel. Hit that subscribe button on your favorite podcast platform. And I will catch you guys next time on Travel Evolved.